Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi out in New Jersey. It's the official kickoff to the summer. Michael, Memorial Day weekend is here. How are we doing, man? We're good. You know, summer doesn't start until the, the, the middle end of June. But, you know, here in this little beach town, it's packed. It's uh, crowded. It's fun. It's always you know, the weather's not quite warm enough to enjoy the beaches, but it's uh, it's always fun. It's the start of a great season. You know, it's mm-hmm. 10 weeks of a lot of people. Hard to find a parking spot, Femi. <laughs> I don't have that luxury that you do that Derek Stevens <laughs> is so kind to extend to all of us. It was very nice to get and park in that showroom here at Circa. They take yeah. care of us out here. But are you going to have to start leaving your house earlier to find a parking spot outside the office? What's going on there? You know... <laughs> On on weekdays, yes. Uh, weekends, not so much. Okay. The town's kind of sleepy. It doesn't wake up when I get here for the morning show. But, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, the and part of the revenue, it's interesting, the revenue in the town is based on parking. So, you know, it's 50 cents an hour. So you got to feed you got to feed the meters, Femi. I mean, it's a full time job here. You know, you got to <laughs> in between breaks, you got to feed meters. It's this never ends. I'm sure the uh, the parking tickets are not too kind if uh, the revenue is coming from the parking stream. So uh, make sure you're feeding that meter whenever you get the chance. We want to avoid those tickets. But we're going to have a lot of fun over these next two hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter. You can tweet at Michael, at M Lombardi NFL. You can find me at Femi Abebefe. Coming up, two guests on the program in 30 minutes. Jordan Schultz, NFL insider over at The Score. will talk all things NFL with us. Get the latest on his reaction from the league meetings in Minneapolis earlier this week. Then at 1.15 Eastern time, 10.15 West Coast time, Vinny Maiulo, Hall of Fame odds maker over at the South Point Hotel and Casino, will tell us what they're seeing behind the window at the South Point as VGK one win away from going to the Stanley Cup final. They could have clinched it last night. They lost to the Dallas Stars. We'll also get his thoughts on the NBA. And Michael, let's start with the association because – We have ourselves a series in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Boston Celtics beat the Miami Heat last night in Game 5, 110-97. Celtics just covering that spread. It was 8.5. There was almost a miraculous backdoor cover for Miami betters here, but Boston goes ahead and covers. The game goes over the total as we're heading back to South Beach tomorrow evening. 
Yeah, I mean, look, the Miami Heat, three star, three starters down. Oladipo's not a starter, but say two starters and one reserve down. It was too much. And, and from the beginning of the game, the energy level, to me, was obvious that it favored the Celtics. And every loose ball, every second rebound, it all went towards the Celtics. And I didn't think the Heat really had any energy. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, Butler was front rimming a lot of shots, got shots blocked. I thought the defensive intensity of the Boston Celtics early in that game was the difference, right? They, mm-hmm. they, they demonstrated their will to win early, and they got that big lead in the first quarter and really never looked back. It was not a game. I thought Butler's comments were interesting, though. You know, very confident. Usually Butler can be very disruptive after a loss, but I think he was poised. I think he feels like, okay, all we got to do is go back to being who we were. They need Gabe Vincent back. I thought for all the money that they paid, and they make some great moves in Miami, but for all the money they pay Kyle Lowry, he was a disaster on the court. You know, he was just, to me, turned the ball over three times in the first quarter, never got their offense into any rhythm at all, doesn't play defense, and they really miss Vincent. I thought the energy at the point that you brought up is a really good point because you could tell just from watching the game. I mean, we're obviously not inside the building at TD Garden, but it was palpable. Like, you could feel the energy. The crowd was invested. Like, the team, they were flying around. Their defense, which has been maligned throughout this postseason, it looked like that defense that we saw last postseason when they were coached by M.A. Udoka. Like, there was intensity with the Boston Celtics flying around. They had four starters score more than 20 points. Like, it was just a total team effort with their backs against the wall, which is, we talked about this even in the last series against Philadelphia and the series before that against Atlanta. The Celtics team, they play their best with their backs against the wall. For some reason, they can't play their best when everything is all even, but when they're pushed into a corner, they really respond. Yeah, I mean, and you can't get any, you know, I mean, you can't get your back any tighter. But I think, too, you know, Miami is, you know, not exactly the same team they were when the series started. We know they didn't have uh, Tyler Hero and they didn't have Oladipo. But to me, the Vincent injury, Love's ankle, a lot of things kind of creeped up. Their energy level, to me, was down. And they went through the motions, I thought. This is one of the first times I really felt like Miami was going through the motions. And it's going to put all the pressure on Saturday night, you know. Saturday night is the game. It's going to be the series because I think most people feel like, okay, if Miami doesn't win that game, then Boston will easily win game seven. I said this yesterday when Stormy was hosting. I thought, to me, one of the advantages Boston had was that Miami won has already won two home games in Boston. It's hard to beat a team three times in a row on their home court, right? It's yeah. really Unless you're just that much dominant. And we know Miami is a team effort. It takes a collective effort to win. It takes Butler to play at this incredibly high level, which I think he will on Saturday night. We just put up the graphic right now, and I'll read it off for our listening audience. But the series price before game one tipped off, Celtics were minus 500. The Heat were plus 375. Probably a little bit heavy on the Boston side now that we played this thing out here through five games. But after game three, when Miami went up 3-0, and we know no team in NBA history has ever come back from an 0-3 deficit, Miami went out to a minus 1,200 favorite to advance to the NBA Finals. Celtics were plus 750 and just took one game, the Celtics winning game four in Miami to then bring that price down to the Heat, minus 250, Boston plus 200. Then after last night, now it is the Miami Heat minus 145 
and the Celtics plus 120. So you go from plus 750 down 03 to now plus 120 down 2-3 with a game tomorrow night in South Beach to try to force a game seven. Like the market has gone crazy with this game. And we'll probably touch on game uh, six coming up a little bit later on the show. But just the series price, I mean, it's really unbelievable how it's flipped from game to game. You know, but I think what's interesting about that stat, and obviously you can't ignore it, but I think typically when you sweep, it's more the way Denver swept, right? You know, mm-hmm. we're going to get two games on home first. We win game three. We break their back. Yep. And, you know, we're going to win game four. Or what happened to the Vegas Knights, we'll come back and have to win it on our home ice. But to me, it rarely is the team wins two on the road and then comes home, right? Like, that's the hard one. I don't think that is in the equation as much because it's so, so challenging to steal two road games against a, a number one seed or a number two seed, but but Miami has done it. But I think this, you know, when, when we thought Milwaukee was going to get back into the series, Miami closed them out. I, I think Miami will play their best game Saturday night. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think they'll play their best game. I think Jimmy Butler will make sure of it. And I think less they need they need Vincent back. They need less of Kyle yeah. Lowry. To me, Kyle Lowry is a huge liability for him on the court. After the game last night, Joe Mazzullo, the head coach of the Boston Celtics, talked with the media and was asked about like, Hey, what happened to where you guys got down? Oh, three, you were big favorites coming in. You had home court advantage and you go down. Oh, three in the series. Here's what Missoula had to say after last night's one ten to 97 win over the Miami heat. One of our assistants put it in great perspective. Uh, the season's like nine months long and we just had a bad week. Sometimes you have a bad week at work and, uh, you know, we obviously didn't pick the best time to have a bad week, but we did. And, um, we're sticking together and, uh, fighting like hell to keep it alive, and the guys are, are really coming together. <laughs> Shock it up to a bad week, man. <laughs> That's how we just had a, woke up on the wrong side of the bed and we fell down 0-3. It, it's, it's strange, though, because I keep harping on it, how this team, they just play with their food all the time, and I don't get it. Like they, Even last year with Ime Udoka as the head coach, I mean, they had the series against Miami where that goes seven, where they lose game six on their home floor, a chance to close out the heat in the Eastern Conference. They ended up needing to go ahead and do it and went on the road in game seven. And then, of course, against the Golden State Warriors, it finally bit them in the butt here. But I, I don't know what it is with this team where they just don't have a focus or a killer yeah. instinct or what have you, but they just <laughs> – I guess it was a bad week, according well, to Missoula. They- I mean, they live and die with the three, Femi. I mean, now yes, last night true. they got some a lot of penetration. And, you know, game three, I mean, Miami couldn't miss, right? And mm-hmm. last night Boston couldn't miss. I mean, what, Boston had like nine three-pointers in the first 15 minutes of the game? You know, and so they just – they couldn't miss. I mean, when White has the kind of game that he had, you know, where he's 9 of 12 from the floor and he's making his three-pointers, that, that that's going to put Boston into a different level, right? And that typically doesn't happen. I mean, with the same thing that happened when Duncan Robinson and Struess and everybody else in game three were making shots, lights out. I mean, when you're in a three-point shooting contest like these games tend to be, you know, it's who's hot is really what, what determines it now. You know, Boston was hot, even though I didn't think that Miami defended well with the three-point line. Spolster said the same thing after game four, Mm -hmm. that they didn't defend the three-point line. I I wasn't sure Boston did. I think what Boston's done a better job of from the first two games is taking dribble penetration out of the game. I mean, Butler got a lot of easy shots in the first two games. He's not gotten those in the last two.
Yeah, I think Robert Williams, they talked about it on the broadcast how his length has sort of bothered Jimmy Butler when they've kind of gotten him switched on to him on the pick and rolls and all that stuff. Like Boston, the ball pressure was really stout last night. Here's an interesting set here, Michael, that kind of backs up your point about how this is sort of a unique situation with the team losing those first two at home and going down 0-3. So this is of court courtesy of Brandon Anderson over on Twitter. said, everyone knows the 0-149 stat for teams down 0-3 in NBA history. How many of those 149 lost the first two at home, staved off elimination elimination in game four, and then returned home for game five? That's the spot that Boston's in. Three is the answer to that question. Three teams have done that. So series favorites that started down 0-3 but won game four are 0-3 coming back to win the series. That's the relevant stat there. So it's interesting how like this is a different setup here. And with the Celtics team, definitely a different mentality when they are backed up against the wall. Oh, by the way, Boston... The last two postseasons, Michael, 7-1 and one in elimination games, the one loss being game six of the NBA Finals a season ago. Yeah, I mean, look, we all know it. We said it yesterday. It's going to come down to this game six, but I'm not sure it's it, – even if Boston wins game six, I mean, it's going to be two – we might get two really good games. We might mm-hmm. get one really good game. I don't know. But there's no margin of error for Boston. They can't have a 22% three-point shooting night if they're going to win the next two games. Yeah, last night it was 41% from beyond the arc, 16 of 39. I feel like game six is going to sort of play like a game seven. It's going to be one of those slower-paced games, few possessions, and we'll see who can take care of the basketball. We'll talk about the Heat and the Celtics coming up a little bit later, but on the other side, news or noise, we can discuss it on the gridiron of the NFL next year on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSEN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSEN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VSEN expert has the hot hand. 
for VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Michael Lombardi hanging out in New Jersey. Femi Abebefe here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Coming up in 15 minutes from now, Jordan Schultz, NFL insider over at The Score. We'll talk all things NFL with us, but let's get on to the gridiron here, Michael. And we're going to put a little segment together called News or Noise as we sit here heading into Memorial Day week and trying to find out what's actually insightful and what's impactful versus what's a little bit insignificant. Because this time of the year, there's a lot of stuff floating around there that, oh, wow. you know, we, we got to feed the content yeah. machine, buddy. So we got to c- cipher yeah. through what's I mean, actually meaningful. Somebody on Twitter somebody on Twitter sent me a, t- uh, a message saying, you know, we should start a drinking game. Uh, when we read about everybody's light years ahead of last year, you know, it's like we're in the light year season. Yeah. (laughs) We'd be smashed. Yeah. We'd be drunk because everyone's doing well this time of the year, but uh, one quarterback ahead of everywhere. One one quarterback who might not be light years ahead, who might not be doing well because it sounds like he's rehabbing is the Raiders quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo news broke yesterday that Garoppolo underwent foot surgery after signing with the Raiders in March and might not practice until training camp. Do you think that this is impactful or insignificant of Jimmy G not really being able to participate in the offseason program and might not see him until July or maybe even August? I I think what you said to start that question off is that we learned yesterday. Well, the Raiders learned back when they signed him. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a delay in signing Jimmy G because – they were concerned about the ankle. Was it the, the the bones in the ankle weren't healing healing completely? Just one bone, and so they decided what would be the best course to make sure that we take no risks for the opening day. And so they took this course, and Garoppolo went ahead and had the surgery, and he's been at the Raider facility every single day since then. So he'll learn the playbook. He may not get physical reps, but he's going to get a ton of mental reps. And I think as long as he's ready to go for camp. Uh, I think it'll be it won't be a factor. It'll be a bunch of noise. So that to me is now because we're just learning this now. We get people's reaction to it, which is based on a lot of information that they don't really know about. So we're gonna overreact to it. We're gonna say, "Oh my!" But I think at the end of the day, he'll be fine. I think Tyree Wilson, their first round draft pick, who also had foot surgery, will be fine. How they play from that point forward has yet to be determined. The legitimate concern is that Jimmy G has got durability issues. Yep. We know this. Yep. And he's a really good player when he plays. So as a Raider fan, you have to be worried just about that factor, not whether he's going to come back from the foot. Well, I, I will say this, though, because you mentioned how he's going to get the mental reps. This is his first year on the team that he's been in the offense before, and I'm sure the mental reps, he'll be sharp with it. But don't you think the physical reps, given the fact that he's never played with Devontae Adams, he's never played with some of these guys there, don't you think that matters a little bit more in year one with the Raiders? Well, I I think it's certainly they've got to develop some chemistry and continuity. There's no doubt. But, Femi, the way the offseason programs are going now, teams are really scared about doing too much teamwork, doing Mm -hmm. too much – things that could get them, cost them time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the league office is putting really a lot of pressure on these teams to yeah, not be on the field too long, not have the players in the building too long. And if there's any physicality or contact, I know some teams that won't even do one-on-one drills with the receivers and the defensive backs because they're afraid of it. So I think the way this offseason is and the way the league wants the offseason, I mean, it's everything but football for the National Football League. You know, they want a great product, 
but they don't want to have to work for a great product. They just want the product to show up. They don't because they don't understand how to build a football team, how to get execution. Well, I mean, if the product is good or bad, I mean, we're all junkies, so we're going to watch it regardless. So I guess they're like, hey, this yeah. doesn't really hurt us. <laughs> yeah, but, but we complain. I mean, yeah, we'll Will complain. Hill will complain the first week of the season that it's not very good football. We'll, we'll hear about it, you know. People will complain about it. <laughs> we'll oh, this complain. is a good football, you know. Well, yeah. you know, I don't want to watch this game. These are two bad teams. All, all offseason, all you said was, oh, I can't wait for the season to start, right? Nah, you know, we say that, but then we don't act like that. Yeah. We complain while watching, though, is the thing. Which the, that's all that yeah. matters. That's the only number that you matters. You know what's funny, Femi? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get off subject here, but I'd love to hear you. You know what's funny? We never hear about the NBA ratings. No, we don't. After these games. After NFL games, we hear every single week about the ratings. It's broadcast everywhere. <laughs> it's bro- everywhere. Well, everywhere. You can't find an NBA rating. I mean, I swear, you can't find it. We'll need Indiana Jones to come up and try to find this bad boy. Like, you can't find it. You can't find any ra- – like, how are the ratings compared to that? No, nobody says anything. Like, they're in the cone of silence. <laughs> now, I, w- I will say there was um, – after the two Warriors series, so Warriors-Kings, I think they said that was the most watched first-round series since – a decade or so. Then Warriors Lakers, I think, did a good number as well since you have LeBron and Steph. And, like, those guys are guys that we hear the marquee players. But, I mean, we, we didn't really hear anything about Celtic Sixers. We didn't, we didn't hear anything about that. <laughs> no, I never heard. I've not seen kind of, it. I, I mean, I, I scan a lot of things. But, anyway, no, that's off subject. <laughs> Scanning the timeline. Uh, let's stay with the Las Vegas Raiders here because Devontae Adams, a couple weeks ago, it might have been last week, spoke with the ringer and talked about how not necessarily seeing eye-to-eye with the direction of the team with the front office. Since then, he's kind of tried to quelch those comments down a little bit here. But uh, here's this soundbite from Devontae about how his relationship has evolved with the Raiders, the front office, and, of course, head coach Josh McDaniels. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm a Raider, and I'm excited to, to be here. I love, I love my, my head coach, and I love the, the general manager here and everybody, I mean, from the, from the top to the bottom. So, um I have no reason to lie. I mean, one thing I don't do is BS, so I'm not going to make anything up when it comes to that. I'd rather keep my mouth closed if, if I have negative things to say. But when I say that these are some, some good men in this in this place that I, I really value the relationship that I have with them, I mean that. So, you know, that's, that's about all that needs to be said for that. What do you think about that? Is that impactful or in, insignificant, Adams, in his relationship with the silver and black? Well, I think it's impactful. I mean, because remember – you know, when he said something bad, we took that as gospel. Now mm-hmm. he says something good, we want to just make it noise. I mean, depends <laughs> on how you want to spin the story, right? Mm-hmm. How do you want to spin the story? I mean, you're not getting the clean version of any story. It's how do you want to spin it. If you're not a Josh McDaniels fan, you could spin it as, oh, he's lying. If you're a Josh McDaniels fan, you'll spin it, see, I told you, the guy likes him. I mean, I think the kid's very genuine. I think he has every right to say, hey, look, tell me what the plan is. You know, I signed here. I want to be here. I'm a Raider, but I want to win, too. I think that's an important quality. You know, he's not talking about winning the MVP. He's talking about winning. That's a really important difference. Yeah, we'll get him to win Offensive Player of the Year, maybe. Something like that. <laughs> it's all about team stuff here. We don't care about the individual awards, although we'll maybe discuss some coming up later in hour number two. And it's interesting that Devontae says that because Darren Waller, who used to be the Raiders' tight end, now of the New York Giants, said the difference between the Giants and the Raiders is that, quote, they value our opinion here, referencing New York and Brian Dable and GM Joe Shane. Michael, your response to that is what? I mean, like, I've heard that so many times. I mean, I think they valued his opinion. They couldn't get him on the field. They couldn't get him on the field. He had a hamstring injury that lasted three months. I mean, 
His hamstring was as Zion Williamson. We should categorize three-month hamstrings as a Zion. I mean, that's what we should do. We should call it a Zion because it takes so long to get better. I mean, to me, it's like just just play. You're a really good player. Just play. Like, you don't have to blow up the bridge behind you. You know, you got mm-hmm. traded. You got a little bit of an extension. You haven't played 16 games or 17 games the last three years. You really haven't met the time of what you did earlier in your career. You're really a talented player. But once things start to fall apart, are you going to rally? I, I think you're better off just proving it on the field. I think these blowing up the bridge behind you doesn't make doesn't do anybody any good. And, look, I, I, I'm sure the Raiders feel the same way about him leaving. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the other thing. You know, the, if the Raiders were so in love, would they have ever gotten rid of him? I doubt it. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And there's, quite frankly, no upside to blowing up the bridge behind you. It's just like, like what are we doing? Yeah, I, I mean, like, like, like – what what involvement? I mean, look, you, you know, as I've mentioned before, where's where were you on treatment days? Oh, I had a wedding, or I, you know, like okay, you got, you know, like where were you? How did it rehab? What was your contract? Okay, they redid your contract, but then you know you still had problems. So I I think to me it's about playing well, and he's very talented. There's no denying this. Mm-hmm. He's extremely talented, but the production has to match it. Doesn't it seem like there's a lot of Raiders news going on in the in the media right now? I don't know if it's just because if there's people are saying stuff like Devontae, then you have like the Jimmy G news, but it feels like there's just like a lot with the Raiders. And well, I think McDaniel spoke to the team. I mean, I think it's the first time McDaniel's kind of talked. Look, the Raiders are a national brand, you know, and and everybody has this perception that this Raiders were that Josh took a team that was really a tremendous playoff team, Super Bowl caliber team, and destroyed it. I mean, how that narrative ever got out there, I have no idea. Because if you just look at their drafts, there's just no way. Yeah, people just get confused because they made the playoffs two years ago. But it's like that was like a miracle run at the end of that season to make the playoffs, and then they'd say, "Oh, well, they were a playoff team. Why can't you improve them?" It's not that simple. We'll talk more news or noise coming up in 20 minutes. But joining us next, Jordan Schultz, NFL insider of the score, here on the Lombardi. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe, Michael Lombardi here on a Friday afternoon over on the East Coast. Friday morning here on the West Coast. And joining us right now to continue our discussion on the NFL, we bring in NFL insider over at The Score, Jordan Schultz, here joining us on the Lombardi Line. Jordan, we appreciate the time here on this holiday weekend. Uh, To start off, the league meetings kicked off in Minneapolis earlier this week. The NFL made the rule change for the kickoffs based on the people you've spoke with around the league, how do you think that change is being received and what are people kind of telling you? Not well, not well. And it's, uh, it's <laughs> one of those things where you thought it might be coming. I wasn't sure if they would go this far. Um, you know, some of the data too is, is misleading. You know, they, they said 19 players suffered concussions last season um, in terms of kickoffs. 
which was up from 2021. Um, but the way that they gave the stats to me is misleading based on some of the conversations I've had, the way that they uh, – and, and listen, the bottom line is the, the, if the players aren't happy with the rules, then oftentimes that reflects the product on the field, which then in turn affects the fans. And, you know, I thought Travis Kelsey said it best. He said this is BS. This is not only making it boring and taking the excitement out of the game, but that you're also affecting the game. And as Jason Kelsey said it on their podcast, you're basically removing all special teams. And at some point, you know, that's going to happen. You're just flat out not going to need special teams. And the reason it bothers me is because aside from all the stars in the NFL, you have guys that are actively making that, that 53 men. And if you remove the punts and kickoffs, then you're removing the careers like a Josh Cribbs, a Devin Hester, a Dante Hall. That, to me, is really negative for the game. And I am very pro-player safety. I don't understand why we can't have a better helmet. I don't understand why players, especially defensive players, don't really know how they're supposed to make a tackle anymore. I was talking to Kareem Jackson, who's played 14 years in the NFL and you know, obviously is back with the Broncos now. And he basically said, like, it's really hard because when you're going full speed, you, you don't – you're not trying to hurt a guy. You're never trying to hurt a guy. But the way that the rules are stated as, uh, as such now is you're oftentimes in that position and you either don't make the play and let the guy score or let the guy get a first down or you accept the penalty and it's a lose-lose. So it's really frustrating for the players and in turn it's frustrating for the fans. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, Jordan, that makes me upset about this rule, uh, uh, two things, right? The NFL league office has no idea about what what nope. football teams are all about, nor do they understand nope. how to build a football team or what, what is the essence of the game. Second, teams gain their toughness from the kickoff mm -hmm. coverage, and it's also Absolutely. a strategic part of the game. They're removing strategy. Let's take the 13 seconds in Kansas City with the Buffalo Bills. Had sure. the Bills pooched the kick and made Kansas City return it, even because Tyreek Hill wasn't back there, Byron Pingrel was, then it would have maybe given Buffalo a chance to play Cincinnati in the in the championship game. We've seen this all the time, but now you mm -hmm. can fair catch it. The ball's on the twenty-five. You're going to get two plays. You're going to get three plays. To me, there's no awareness, and I'm surprised more teams voted for this. Uh, did you yeah. hear how Goodell was able to convince these owners to go with them? I didn't. It's a great question. I I, I haven't even thought about. Like I, I actually should dig on that, and I will because that's ultimately, you know, I mean, Goodell had like. What what would have Goodell what Goodell needed to say to the owners uh, what what that message was Michael because it was clearly something of this is how it needs to be this is what I want this is best for you and it's really not so it's a manipulative it's a manipulated message I, I I don't know the answer to that I wish I did and I'll tell you this too there are you you talk about teams being built on toughness Michael and you would know this better than me but. But the kickoff return coverage and special teams and how you build a roster from the outside in, those are all things that the league office has no idea, right? And I was talking to a, a special teams coach who's probably been in the league, I guess, 12, 13 years. And so this is an experienced person. And he basically said, like, this, is, this feels like the beginning of the end for, for us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's already been going that way. And now you're, you're taking it a step further. I mean, it, at what point, as Andy Reid said, at what point are you just playing flag football? And Again, I really do value player safety. I, I think it's great that we're 
so educated about it, and not just at the NFL level, but all the way down to, to Pee Wee and Pop Warner. The bottom line is this is still football, and guys are signing up to play football, and now you're removing another big part of it. I mean, kickoff coverage, special teams, it just it's really, really frustrating. Yeah, it's interesting. Albert Breer of MMQB said that there were 12 to 4 teams who were on the no side of things on Monday, and then Goodell was able to kind of lobby hard overnight and then it. made that he flipped it. Yep. Yeah, he, he was able to then flip he that. the vote. So, mm-hmm. yeah. the, yeah, the only way you flip the only way you flip the vote in my opinion is he sold them a bill of goods about where this is going to help us with concussion lawsuits and protocols cuz mm-hmm. once he introduces money into the equation, everybody yep. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, but, and that's why the owners you, love, love Roger Goodell. Yeah, I mean, because it's all about how can we minimize our risk, and we know concussions are part of the sport and all that, you know. And they've and they changed the rules to help this, you know. And and Andy Reid's right; we're going to be a seven on seven league if it's not too long. I mean, if you're Michael, if you were let let's go back and say let's say you're running a team, Michael, and this this is this gets proposed to you. Is there any way that you, as a GM, as an executive, would ever have said, I like this, this is a good idea? Is there any way? No, no chance, because we're building a team that's going to try to gain mental toughness through kickoff coverage. We want kickoff coverage people. We want to control field position. It's part of the mantra. It's part of who we are as an organization. And we're looking for players. You hit the nail on the head. How many guys are going to get cut because you're not going to you're not mm-hmm. going to have practice kickoff coverage? You don't need kickoff return mm-hmm. now. You know not you can put you, one guy back there it. on kickoff return. Right. right. Not only do you not need it, you're you're actively saying we don't want it because mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen is just a byproduct of the rule is that the teams are going to say okay, well. This is the rule, and now I don't need you, Matthew Slater. You're an all-pro. You don't have value to me anymore. That's that's the unfortunate part. You know, it's 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 not. This isn't a perfect analogy by any means, but every the the, the fans love free agency, right? It's it's really fun. Everybody gets paid. The vast majority of free agents don't get the deals that they probably deserve. It's it's not a good thing for them. Free agency is really hard on a lot of the veterans. Well, this is going to be really hard on a lot of these veteran guys that have been around the league and whose you know real niche is helping out on special teams, is being a special teams force. That's, there's real value to that. Well, now you're removing that value, and now you're, as a result, removing that player. Yeah. no, I, it's, I'd be curious to get the NFLPA's thoughts on this. I haven't seen anything from them about how they feel about this rule because when you talk about the actual jobs that are being removed – that's where it hurts the players' association. So I'm sure Demar yeah, Smith. Yeah, uh, Femi. Crew, the one yeah. point I want to make with Jordan here, I think that I want to follow with a question is, you know, it's interesting. They talk about player safety on kickoff coverage, and then they flex the Thursday game like mm-hmm. it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, how do those two things work together? And then, and then they say Goodell says, "Well, we haven't really seen the data that backs up the fact that Thursday nights are more dangerous." When I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with players young and old, that Thursday night games, while fun and you're playing on prime time, are actually really not a good thing because your body is simply not even remotely close to being recovered. And so that's a great point, and and it's extremely hypocritical. It's it's pretty crazy, and they're going to giving teams twenty eight days notice for the flexing of Thursday night football. That'll uh-huh. go into place weeks thirteen through seventeen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just. It's, it's yeah, hypocritical. I, if I had one word, it'd be hypocritical. Right. And, and so for me, I would be like, okay, so this is how they don't understand anything about football. 
if you want to do this on Thursday night, then mandate the players only play X amount of plays based on their last year, based on a 16-game schedule. They play – if Jordan Schultz played 1,000 plays at right guard for the Buffalo Bills – in 2020, when there were 16 games, and that's the most plays he can play in the next year. And so now that makes it a little bit more intriguing. Now it opens up jobs for players, right? You know, because it's the amount of plays, not the amount of games that create the injuries. 100%. And and then you're also, let's also not forget that there's, I mean, to me, we're trending toward an 18-game season. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we already went from 16 to 17. You're going to go at 18. That would even play more uh, of a factor, Michael. I like that idea. I, I haven't even thought about that. See, Michael, this is why I come on the show. I learn. Not only am I trying to give just a, a little bit of insight, but I'm learning from you, Michael. Thank you. Yeah, you're too nice. I appreciate I've been saying it for a year and two years now. Like, nobody listens to it because nobody in the league office knows anything about football. They well, know everything yeah, about no. business. Yeah, it's all about making money. To borrow one of our show titles, just follow the money. You'll find out the reason. Follow the money, money. It's follow the money. Jordan Schultz at the score. Jordan, we appreciate it. Have a good holiday weekend. All right, we'll talk some more news or noise on the other side. It's the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, authorized gaming partner of the NBA, hits the court with a special playoff parlay insurance offer. Place the same game parlay of four legs or more and get back a bonus bet up to $25 if you miss one leg. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and parlay selection features throughout the postseason. Log in now or sign up and opt in 
to get back a $25 bonus bet if one leg in your same game parlay falls short. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Welcome back. It's the Lombardi Line hanging out on a Friday afternoon on the East Coast. Friday morning here for us out west. Michael Lombardi, Femi Abebefe, here to kick off your Memorial Day weekend. What are you doing this weekend? What's your Memorial Day plans, Femi? I mean, what do you got cooking? (laughs) Buddy, we're grinding, man. We're working every single day this week. (laughs) <laughs> we're grinding, but, but so uh, am I. I mean, you know, but it's not work. I mean, look, when work. I worked on my uncle's trash truck, it was work. This ain't work. I yeah. mean, we could talk about football, we could talk about sports, we could talk about all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So it's not work. I mean, it's fun. No, in all seriousness, uh, my brother's actually coming into town later on this afternoon. So, uh, is he a cowboy fan too? Yeah, of course. I mean, we're all cowboys fans in my family. You know, <laughs> how is that? How did that happen up in the Great Northwest? We were born in Dallas. I was born just outside of Dallas in Louisville. So we were we all like 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 my dad, my uncles, like they're all like because like they were watching like the Danny White era Cowboys and all that stuff. So like they kind of grew to being Cowboys fans because if you're down in Dallas, you're going to be a Cowboy fan. And then we moved when I was young up to the Pacific Northwest, and it was either like the Dallas Cowboys or don't like football. And how can you not like football? So that's why there you root, go. That's why I root for the Dallas Cowboys. Regrettably, uh, no, I, I love them, even though they piss me off all the time. Uh, <laughs> let's let's get into news or noise, though. We talked about it a little bit a couple segments ago. We'll pick up the conversation with what we talked about with our buddy Jordan Schultz of the Score NFL Insider. We appreciate his time joining us here on this holiday weekend. But this new kickoff rule, we've heard a number of coaches rail against this kickoff rule, where if you catch the ball inside the twenty-five yard line or so, you can fair catch it and get the ball at the twenty-five. Well. Super Bowl-winning head coach, two-time Super Bowl-winning head coach Andy Reid, had this to say at the Chiefs OTAs about this new rule and how it's going to change the game. I don't know. We'll have to go through all that. I've, I, my, my thing is, where does it stop, right? So you start taking pieces, and, um, you know, we'll see how this goes. But you don't want to take too many pieces away or you be playing flag football. Mm. The, the harsh words, same that we're playing flag football. My guess, Michael, that this is uh, pretty impactful, but based on the reaction from around the league. Well, I think to me, if you if you're if you're running a league and you've got guys like Belichick and Andy Reid and John Harbaugh who value the kicking game, like mm. would you call them on the phone and say, "Give me the reasons why we shouldn't do it"? I'm not saying you're not going to try to do it, but how about just ask these guys, like, why would this be a bad idea? If you ever want to reinforce your ideas, then read the opposite side. Learn why they think it's a good, it's a bad idea. But the league just mandates this because, oh, that's what they say, you know. And so this because they they have data, you know. Sometimes they can provide data to support their arguments. Sometimes they can't, you know. Well, football Thursday night, there's no significant data on injuries. Okay, well, you you, fa- you don't have that data, but you have it on kickoff, like. It, it, it's really a kangaroo court, you know? And so I think to me, one of the values of having guys with experience, Pete Carroll, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, guy, Mike Tomlin, guys that have coached a long time in this league, ask them why this is a bad idea. You know, but don't ask, don't ask some of the younger coaches because they're still struggling to figure out how to do the job. Have you seen the XFL kickoff by chance? I don't know how much XFL you were able to watch this past no. spring. 
It's interesting. So what they do, they'll have the kicker lineup kind of in the traditional like 35, 30 yard line or so. But then you'll see the kickoff team lined up at the opposing team's 35 and then the return team lined up at the 30. So they're literally five yards apart and they kick it off. And then it's to help prevent heavy collisions with the two sides kind of running into each other and which would also lead to concussions. So it's kind of proposed as a safer way to do it. I don't know if the NFL would ever implement it, but at least it would allow us to have some sort of a play and at least add some sort of strategy to the game versus just legislating the play completely out of it. So we're now it's just kind of a ceremonial kind of procedure of, yeah, all right, just I mean, why are we even off. going through the exercise? Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's going to be, I mean, here, how would you like to be Cordell Patterson? You know, you're trying to get in the hall of fame. Maybe two more returns get you in the Hall of Fame. I don't yeah. know. You know, I don't know. I mean, you're trying to get in the Hall of Fame, and now all of a sudden you just cut this out. I, I, I to me, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason. And and if you're trying to cut, I get the player safety, but then don't change the Thursday rule. Yeah, you're kind of talking out of both sides of the mouth, which the league has done. I actually I sent you a, d- a direct message on Twitter. It's a video of the XFL kickoff. You want to take a look at maybe during one of the breaks here. It's a little bit different, a little unorthodox, but. I think at least would give us something versus just everyone just being a touchback and starting at the 25-yard line. Uh, Let's continue on with news or noise. And this one comes out from the New England Patriots. The Patriots were recently docked two OTA sessions, and Bill Belichick was fined $50,000 for violating NFL offseason rules. Now, according to league sources, the New England Patriots were stripped of those two OTA days because coaches scheduling – that resulted in players spending more than their allowed time at the team facility. Is this impactful or insignificant? Well, it's insignificant. I mean, because they, they, I think they went over by 15 minutes. And, you know, and it was the younger players that were trying to get more time with the coaches to learn what was going on. It wasn't mandated you've got to be here 15 minutes longer. It was players trying to learn more again a disconnect between the league and the and the, and what makes it you know young players are behind they, they want to be at the facility six seven hours a day they want to learn nobody's making them do it it's voluntary right but if you want to grow and learn in your profession you stay there you know and two practices removed and 15 minutes i mean as i said earlier in the show teams are really scared to death about getting fined and losing practices. So they've kind of eliminated. I mean, the Bengals haven't even had an off-season day, OTA day. Mm. I mean, the way the league is constructing the rules, they're taking away all that. And the cause and effect of this is why we have bad offensive line play, why we can't develop young offensive linemen, why defensive linemen take a long time, because we're not allowed to work with them. They're not allowed to learn it. They have to get out of the building. It's kind of unfair. It's unfair because the younger players are trying to improve. Look, you know, everybody, oh, they cheated. Okay, great. You know, that's what everybody would say about the Patriots. <laughs> cheated. You know, the players are trying to get better. They're, they have a culture there to improve. Nobody's making them stay in the building. But once it happened, it happened. Yeah, it's Bear Bryant, uh, Bear Bryant Junction, boys. That's what people think that's going on over there in New England. With yeah, the I, I mean, it's absurd. <laughs> I mean, you used to when we when we used to have days, we would have – you know, one-on-one offensive alignment, defensive alignment. You'd have mm-hmm. nine-on-seven with no pads on. You know, it was – there was a lot of contact, you know. And players learned – part of the OTA days is you're teaching the players how to learn how to practice. Mm. Because when you have the regular season, you don't want to have to beat up on everybody every time. So – but you got to learn how to practice effectively. And if you don't teach them how to do it in the spring, they don't learn it in the fall. 
So, again, another disconnect. Yeah, and I think the point about teaching them how to practice, people might think that that's crazy. They've played football all their years. But it's different than when you're in actual NFL practice. Like, it's just knowing how to stay on your feet during an NFL practice. Because once we get to training camp, guys are trying to make teams. They're fighting for their lives. And it's some, some of those lower-level guys, like the seven-string tight end, maybe they're going a little extra hard, and all of a sudden they get a veteran hurt, and that's not what you want at training camp. Right. When you go to practice in the summer, I've said this many times, when you walk out to practice during summer camp, you're holding your breath on injuries. Mm-hmm. When you walk out to practice in week four of the season, you're not even thinking about injuries. Yep. Because the team knows how to practice. The players know how to practice. They stay off the ground. Nobody tries to do anything stupid, right? They understand. They've learned how to play and practice. And if you don't teach that in the spring, you're going to not get there. You're going to get more injuries. You're going to gain more injuries by that. What do you make of this next one here? The NFL investigating a second wave of possible gambling violations. This is from ESPN's David Purdom, their gambling reporter, said that there's a second wave of potential violations of the gambling policy. This would follow the multiple suspensions the league issued in April due to gambling-related violations. Impactful or insignificant? Oh, I think it's impactful. I think the Mm -hmm. players, I don't think the teams have done a good enough job of educating the players on Look, you know, it's not – you can't do it here in the building. You want to bet basketball, go ahead. You have an app at home, do it at home. But you can't do it here. Like, it's got to be reinforced every single day because, unfortunately, like your playbook, like everything, if you don't reinforce it, if you don't emphasize it, it's not going to get handled. And I think, obviously, if Detroit, they didn't emphasize it. Yeah. So I think it's got to be. I think this is an ongoing battle the league's going to have to – because it's education. you got to tell the players what they can and can't do. 100%. Yeah, I think you can't educate enough on this topic there. You want to make sure that things are transparent. And luckily, the reason why that they're able to find these things is because gambling is legal and at least allows us to make sure nothing nefarious is going on. All right, that does it for hour number one. Hour number two, let's talk some football contests here on the Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.